0: enjoy the show beaming at you from the depths of the internet this is the temple of geek podcast your one stop for all, all, things things, geek. all things geek.
1: welcome to the temple of geek podcast my name is monica and i will be your host today as we talk to raymond Mont- montemayor about his latest fan film Welcome to the podcast, Raymond. How are you doing today?
0: Good. Thanks a lot, Monica. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Um, can you please introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about um, who you are and what you do?
0: Uh, well, uh, my name is Raymond. I um, I was an engineer in my previous career. I spent 12 years doing that, uh, electrical engineering, um, but... Uh, about around 2011, I decided to start freelancing as a motion graphics designer. Um, I always had an interest in, in graphic design and kind of just creative arts in general. Um, so I started doing that, moved into a little bit of visual effects. And so I've been doing that as a freelancer uh, for about, uh, yeah, about seven years or so. Um, and, uh, so I mostly do, um, commercial work. Uh, I do some corporate work and I work on indie films and, uh, yeah, this passion project of mine that I do on the side is, uh, Star Wars fan film series called Star Wars Toy Stories. And I've been doing that for, uh, it's about five years now and I've got, you know, multiple films out there right now and I'm working on a couple more. Uh, coming up pretty
1: soon. That is so cool. And going from engineering to um, freelancing, was that a very big switch for you? Or are there any aspects of it that kind of um, coincide or make it um, similar? Or is it completely different?
0: Um, It's, it's very, yeah, very different. Um, I mean, I was working for um, I was working for a start a couple of different startup companies. um, But they were big companies um, by the time I left. And, uh, and going to freelancing, I'm working by myself most of the time and I have to, um, you know, kind of hustle to, to get freelance jobs. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that you don't worry about when you're working for a company that gets taken care of for you, um, that you have to just kind of figure out when you start freelancing. Um, Absolutely. But it, yeah, but they're they're both uh, kind of creative type of jobs. I was doing uh, design engineering, and uh, so there there's a lot of creativity in that. Um, but it's it's a different kind of creativity. Um, and you
1: talk that. It seems like like you said there's some creativity. So is that something that's always been kind of a part of you having that creative side?
0: Yeah, I uh, I actually wanted to. Uh, I was thinking about when I went to college, I was thinking of maybe going into architecture, which is a little bit more of on the, uh, on the creative side than uh, maybe than engineering. Um, And I've always, you know, dabbled in, in sketching, drawing, and, and doing graphic design. Uh, And I've always been interested in, in film in general, like how do films get made and um especially so especially on the technical creative side uh in particular the visual effects um that's something that's always interested me so um and i I got to kind of do a little bit of that creative type of work at my last company um working with the the marketing team um creating videos and things of that sort um so and yeah just uh since i was a kid even when i was a kid i I actually wrote, you know, when I was in maybe fifth grade, third, third fourth or fifth grade, somewhere in there, I wrote a couple of short Star Wars stories. Um, So that kind of. um, thats always been with you. Yeah, it's kind of the this creative uh, kind of impulse to to try and make something. So, yeah, and now it's just kind of manifesting in, in these fan films.
1: That is so awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about your fan films?
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, right around, uh, right around, I think it was 2014. Um, you know, Disney was gearing up. They they were in full production with with their first Disney era Star Wars fan film, The Force Awakens, and they decided to bring back something called the Star Wars Fan Film Awards, which Lucasfilm had. Had been running annually from like 2002 to 2011, where they they basically celebrate uh, Star Wars uh, fan films that you know all these creators make. They gave gave them a platform to to showcase their work and you know give out awards and and do some really cool things like that. But they stopped doing that, I think, around 2011, and then Disney decided to to kind of resurrect that. So when they announced that they were going to do Uh, the Fan Awards again, the Fan Film Awards, I thought it was a great opportunity to try and make my first short film. Um, I, uh, yeah, so I had been doing the freelance thing for a few years and I was kind of itching to to learn more about filmmaking. So I thought, oh, this is a, a great opportunity to try and do something without you know, any real consequences if I don't do it well. <laughs> um, right.
1: Absolutely. It's not a job that you're like, you know, waiting yeah, on It's more of a passion. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, exactly. So it's more of, uh, of how much effort I was willing to, to put in and how much of my own money I wanted to, to spend working on this thing. Um, so that's, uh, that was the start. And I wanted to do, um, a kind of a fan film that was a little bit different than what, a lot of people were doing. I, a lot of people do kind of in in universe Star Wars fan films where they play around with with the characters um, in the universe. And I wanted to make a fan film about a Star Wars fan and his toys. Um, so that's how that first one came about. Is okay. What would be something different that could you know could be kind of cool to to see on screen that maybe might catch the judges' attention. And so I thought, OK, if I do a kind of a Star Wars meets Toy Story uh, premise where I use action figures and stop motion animation to, to bring those toys to life, that'd be kind of a, a cool concept. Because, I've you know, I've always loved Toy Story and that whole idea of toys coming to life and just kind of mesh that with Star Wars. And that's that's what I got. So my first film uh, was called Star Wars, a Toy Story. And uh, yeah, so that started the whole thing and uh and i've made And where
1: can people find that if they want to go
0: Oh yeah that? so so all of my fan film work is on you can go to my website it's starwars.pixelplex.com um so pixelplex is p i x e l p l e x and then from there you can <clears throat> you can find pages for all my different projects <clears throat> and i also have links to all of my social media where i'll, I'll post stuff about current film festival screenings and some behind the scenes stuff or upcoming projects. And so on, on the website, uh, I've got two films that I've published on YouTube. And then the one that, uh, that I shared with you recently, the toys awaken um, that one is it actually won two star Wars fan awards back in November or December of 2018. And so that, that film actually is available on the starwars.com website. Um, and that's a, a five minute, <clears throat> sorry, the original five minute edit of the film. I'm actually going to publish uh, a seven minute version that's a lot better I, that I didn't have time to um, uh, to polish for the right. for the fan awards. So I kind of uh, spent a little time, put in a little bit of extra footage. Um, to round out the story in a better way. And I polished the sound design and visual effects and the stop motion animation. And uh, that's the version that's been um, on a film festival tour this past year. But I'll be publishing that next month on YouTube, probably just just before the Rise of Skywalker um, premieres.
1: So the stop motion quality of your film is fantastic. Like, oh, thank um, you. I, it, it was it was really really great. Um, so you talked about two different mm-hmm. films. Uh, what was it like completing each one of them? Was it harder to do the first one? Did it get easier on the second one? Um, oh. What's that process <laughs> like to to just make one of these films?
0: Yeah. So the first one, I would say, was it was probably the most difficult because I was starting from uh, starting from ground zero, no experience at all. Uh, in filmmaking, except for doing, uh, you know, some visual effect shots for indie films. But as far as starting from scratch to having a, f- a finished uh, short film, I had <clears throat> no idea what I was doing. I just had this concept of what I wanted to do. So I, I love I, that. I had to spend a, yeah. <laughs> so I had to spend a lot of time in pre-production figuring out, okay, how do I write a script for a short film? So I had to kind of learn about that, that whole process and um, story structure and and just the technical aspect of writing a script. Um, and uh, so I, I spent a good amount of time doing that. And then I also had to figure out um, casting because uh, I I'd never cast anyone for anything before. Right. So where do I where do I find people to actually make a short film? Um, and then the the uh i i had a lot of uh i spent a, I've spent a lot of time over the years with video cameras and things like that so I was a little bit comfortable with shooting um but i had you know i i spent a lot of time learning about lighting and and all this stuff so i i i had a lot of stuff on my plate to worry about and uh it was a great learning experience and the le- the thing I left to the end was the stop motion animation. I was like, okay, that's the stuff that I can I can do by myself. I'm not reliant on on actors or a camera operator or or a, a sound recordist or anything. I can just focus on that by myself. So I'll leave that to the end. And it turns out for the contest deadline, um, the Star Wars Fan Film Awards, I I ended up leaving myself three days to do all the stop-motion animation for the film.
1: What?
0: And and I had no idea, like, day beginning of day one, okay, Google, how to do stop-motion animation. Oh, my
1: gosh. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> no. That it is was, it
1: was, amazing it was that and hilarious.
0: <laughs> and uh, I was actually pretty nervous. I was like, okay, I'm not going to finish this thing in time for the contest. Um, but I, I basically stayed up for three straight days figuring out, how to get the minimum amount of shots to make us a, a complete story?
1: Wow!
0: Um, so that I could submit it for the the fan film awards, and uh, yeah, so because I I didn't want to let my actors down. These people that at at first I I asked them if they could just volunteer to help me make the film, and uh, and they both you know they they were so nice. They agreed to to just you know help me out for free. I ended up paying them at the end because I mean, I really appreciated their work, but at the time they didn't know I was going to compensate them in any way. So I didn't want to let them down by missing the deadline.
1: Absolutely.
0: And, uh, yeah. So I, I, I did the best I could do in three days, um, not having done stop motion animation before. So probably that first one was the most stressful because I, I had to learn everything as I, as I went along. And for that one, it, it ended up uh, being a finalist for this, the fan film award. So <clears throat> I, I got to have it show up on the star Wars website during a voting period. So people could, could view and vote for my film.
1: That's so that amazing was like, considering you barely made it in like right yeah, at the yeah, deadline. I was, That's I crazy. Was, I was the,
0: yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, uh, that you know it would it would be able to make it to the finals. So that was kind of a cool a cool experience, you know, and it encouraged me to to continue learning about filmmaking. And i I've been uh, from that from that one i I jumped off and I did a a couple more and uh, and actually the after that first one my my oldest daughter Malia after she watched it. Uh, She said, oh, I want to be in your next one, dad. And um, (laughs) yeah, and at the time she was six. So I wasn't sure if I was going to make another one after that. But after she asked me, I was like, "Okay, I definitely have to make another one. um, That's so great. Make a film (laughs) with my daughter. And uh, yeah, so I started. um, Yeah, after The Force Awakens um, came out in theaters, I started thinking of ideas for another short film the same kind of star Wars meets toy stories concept. Um, and so that's actually this film that you just watched the toys awaken. That's where that concept was born. And that was all the way back in 2016, like, um, yeah, early 2016. So I, I wrote a story with, with a role for my daughter in mind and, uh, so we started filming in 2016 and my intent was to complete it for the 2016 star Wars fan film awards. But, um, yeah, life happened, work happened, And, uh, it turned out I didn't have enough time to, at some point I figured I didn't have enough time to actually complete the film for that contest. And, uh, so what I ended up doing was, uh, I kind of, I put it on hold and it, and Lucasfilm decided to start another contest with, um, kind of with with go uh, with the uh, Rogue One a toy, st- uh, sorry the toy set that's my film, with uh, Rogue One a Star Wars story um, that was coming out in December of 2016. So with Rogue One they had this another short film contest, a, a lot simpler, two minute short film. So I decided to do a film for that contest. Put. The Toys Awaken on hold. So I did that film with with Malia and my, my other actors for my first film. And uh, so we submitted that one. Um, and that one didn't win, but it was, I thought, a much better film than my first one, even though it was shorter. But the quality was a lot better. Uh, so that was encouraging for me. So eventually, um, yeah, after... A long hiatus from the Toys Awaken, um, Lucasfilm announced that they would have the 2018 Star Wars Fan Awards. So I had decided to pick it back up and complete the film. Uh, so I spent probably, I want to say from July, yeah, July of 2018 through about September or October, whenever the submission deadline was, um, trying to complete that film. <clears throat> And so so that was actually challenging also because there was about a two and a half year um hiatus. In I that hiatus,
1: um, did anything change about the film? Like did you have like an idea of like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do? But then after two years, you kind of like went a different path.
0: Oh, well, no, the story stayed mostly the same. Um, there's like a few details with the stop motion, like the the uh the plot of the the toys I changed that slightly, but it was basically the same that the biggest thing that changed was Malia aged two and a half years between oh, yeah. when we stopped <laughs> filming in twenty sixteen and and when we started filming again in twenty eighteen so uh that was kinda tricky, so what I ended up doing is uh my I have another daughter Nora, she's about two and a half years younger than Malia. <laughs> Um so I had Nora stand in for Malia, and we filmed a bunch of shots to complete the film with nora um and we had to they don 't look exactly the same, so um we had to do we had to film things in ways that we didn't see her face exactly you know straight on into the camera that's and so clever I, though yeah and i i had to i edited it in a way that uh that I was able to do that, and when I needed. A couple of shots of Malia, you know, some facial reactions. Um, yeah, I just did extreme close-ups where we could see her eyes only, so you wouldn't be able to tell really that she's much older than she is earlier in the film. Right. Um, so right. that was probably the, the most uh, one of the challenges was okay, how do I complete all these shots given the you know the aging? <laughs> so so that was uh, you know and and Nora. When we made the first one, she was too young to kind of participate in it um but now, like in two thousand eighteen she was uh she was seven at the time, so um she was you know excited to work on it too with her sister and and uh get her own shots in the film, so that was kind of cool that I could have both of my my girls in the film yeah
1: um, that but yeah nice. that.
0: the main thing that changed was <laughs> was uh I cast my younger daughter to help me finish the film.
1: And like I just have to say that the film is very funny. Like I really enjoyed it. And Thank you. um it's also heartfelt because, you know, it's obviously from the it's from the toys perspective, but also it tells like a fan story, you know, and seeing your daughter dressed up yeah. as Rey, going to the movies, excited to see The Force Awakens. I mean, that's just as a Star Wars fan myself, like I felt like I was her. That's how I went into like see that movie. Yeah. I was like, you know, ready to go and cosplay and stuff like that. So it's, <laughs> actually, it's very relatable. So I really loved thank that you. about the film. And thank
0: you. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to really capture that whole experience of because I'm uh, uh, having a brand new Star Wars movie come out after so many years since Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I you know when Revenge of the Sith came out. I didn't think we'd see another new Star Wars movie ever again. Right. And so when The Force Awakens came out, I wanted to, with my short film, the new short film was to capture that whole experience of, you know, getting excited to see a movie, watching a trailer, dressing up, and going with your friends to and making new friends, watching the movie, and that just that whole kind of build up to to something new like that. Um, I wanted to kind of hopefully capture that that feeling in the film as well as tell a little story about a girl trying to make friends and also these toys trying to figure out their place in life it's and, a great
1: uh, story i really enjoyed it
0: thank you appreciate it
1: um if so now that you know you've you've done that one are you working on anything else in the future
0: yeah, I so that was my third film. Uh, so the I'm working on a fourth one. Um, so so Nora, after this one, uh, she asked me if we could do another one because she wanted to have her own role, like a, a character of her own, not to be Malia's double in the film. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so I I uh, I am working on another film called Home Solo. A Star Wars Toy Story, so it's it's uh so think Star Wars meets Toy Story meets Home Alone, so it's that. home Alone Oh no, where... this
1: sounds amazing already. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I hope I hope it turns out well, but it's uh it's it's gonna focus on on Malia's character of Riley from the previous film. Okay. Uh, so she's there. She's ten years old, and she has a new adopted sister, which is going to be Nora's character. So. They're strangers trying to figure out how to be a family, and some somewhere in the story, um, somehow they're home by themselves, and a couple of burglars try to break in the house, and so the.
1: Uh, As a parent, toys... that sounds terrifying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not that it's bad parenting in the film, <laughs> but uh, the circumstances. Uh, kind of lead to that situation, yeah. and they're they're only supposed to be home alone for for a little bit, but in that window, these burglars come, and uh, and so their Star Wars toys kind of come to life, and uh, and they take action to to try and and uh, fend off these burglars. So so it's um, and in that whole process, that the two sisters become closer. Um, but yeah, basically, Home Alone meets uh, Star Wars meets Toy Story. That's um, so, I'm so cool. That. Uh, yeah, I hope it. I hope it uh, turns out well. But I'm I'm in partially in pre-production and partially in production. So I I started filming uh, some of the stop-motion scenes, and I'm also in the middle of casting some of the roles. Um, so I've cast uh, the two burglars. There's two bur- burglars in the film. I've cast uh, a few of my voice actors for this film. And the the, uh, the really cool thing I was able to do for this one is cast uh, Jamie Costa. He's um, uh, an impressionist and voice actor and actor and producer. Uh, but he I think he was... He got really well known for his Robin Williams impersonation cool. a few years ago. Um, I, I think a little bit after Robin Williams passed, he decided to do these tribute videos, and then since then, he's kind of um, become well known for doing impersonations of other other famous people. So one of the ones he does really well is uh, Harrison Ford. Nice. So he's gonna voice uh, Han Solo for for the film, and actually uh, Jamie. Jamie's done his own Star Wars fan films himself. He did some uh, film called Han Solo, a, uh, what is it? A Smuggler's Bounty, I believe it's called. And he's working on one right now called Kenobi. Um, and he's the main characters in both of those films. So I was excited to cast him, not only because of his, his acting talent, but he's also just a hardcore Star Wars fan. So... And that's um, the best when you get to work yeah, with somebody who's mind. like
1: just as passionate as you are about something,
0: yeah, exactly, so I'm always excited to to get more Star Wars fans involved, and
1: um, hopefully there's no life stuff that keeps you on a hiatus for this film, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. so i i, I knock think on, this one's go, yeah, I think it'll go a lot smoother, and uh so there's that short film, and I'm hoping uh there's a twenty twenty Star Wars fan film awards, but if there's not, I'll. I will complete it anyway.
1: And um, what's interesting is that, you know, with your first film, the stop motion came last, but with yeah. this film the stop motion's coming first.
0: Yeah, well I yeah, I've learned that I I whenever I have a chance to do some of the stop motion sequences, I should take that opportunity <laughs> because <laughs> I always run out of time towards the end. Um but yeah, so there's that that film and then I'm working on one more project. Which is a little, uh, actually, a lot more ambitious. Um, so, what I want to do with uh, this other project is make a feature-length stop-motion film, but not, not the same Star Wars Toy Story premise. It's just a, an in-universe Star Wars film based on a novel that came out back in 1996 called Shadows of the Empire. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So and. And I'm not going to use toys. I'm going to develop proper stop motion puppets and and uh, elaborate sets and. Wow, that's a big and, step. And, yeah, so it's it's going to be time consuming and expensive, and uh, and the other thing I'm trying to do with this is is make it a not yeah not only just a a, a film to stand by itself, but also a, a way to raise funds for a couple of children's charities like make a wish foundation and and starlight starlight kids foundation um but uh yeah so so i'm kind of in the beginning processes of of working on that and trying to see if i can meet up with lucasfilm fan relations to kind of get their their sort of unofficial blessing to go ahead and make the project right um because it's it's not just a short film, it's, it's much more than that. So I don't want to, um, kind of get in trouble with Lucasfilm for, for using their property, um, in you know, without their, their consent. Um, but hopefully, um, I'm able to get their permission and then do something fun that could also help, you know, benefit some children's charities.
1: Well, we are, absolutely excited for you. It sounds amazing. I hope they give you the blessing. And when those things come around, hopefully we can have you back on to talk about this, or at least we can help promote it. You know, we're all about, you know, children's charities and, and helping out in that respect. So, you know, we'd love to share your work. Um, It's, it's really cool stuff. You do great stuff. And that's what I love so much about fandom in general. But like the Star Wars fandoms, there's so much creativity that is inspired by Star Wars, right? Whether it's cosplay or fan films or just art in general, like I'm yeah. just always blown away by the people in the Star Wars fandom and just how talented they are. And it's yeah, so yeah. Cool.
0: And and you know what they did with the the 2018 Star Wars Fan Awards? It wasn't just fan films. They expanded it this year or this last year to include um, uh, fan photography, visual art. Wow. And, yeah a, a lot of different uh, mediums so we got to see a lot of really cool work from a bunch of creative Star Wars fans so that was i thought that was a really great thing that that uh, Lucasfilm did for for this last iteration of the fan awards um so yeah hopefully that that, that continues but yeah I, yeah same same with me with the Star Wars fandom is it's i've always found it to be so so fun and i've made a lot of friends doing these fan films and going to film screenings at conventions where I can get to meet a a lot of other Star Wars fans. So it's it's been a great experience for me.
1: That's so cool. We wish you all the luck on that. Um, when people, you know, watch your films, what do you hope that they take away with them?
0: Oh, well, uh, that's a good question. Um, I think, uh, I think that, uh, a lot of what the star Wars toy stories films are about are people making connections through, through a common interest. So for these films, it's star Wars is the thing that, that kind of brings people together. And, uh, you know, just if, you know, if, especially for kids, you know, if you're finding, finding that you're feeling awkward or you're not sure where you fit, you know, don't, you know, don't, uh, don't get sad about it. There's always, uh, some place for everyone to be and to find friends. So you just, uh, figure out what you love and what you enjoy doing. And there's always going to be someone there that will share that interest with you. So, um, yeah, just, uh, be, so a lot, a lot, one of the points of the, the films is to be yourself and, the right friends will surround themselves around you. Um, <clears throat> and, that's you know,
1: so wonderful! Can I just start uh, clapping thanks. now? <laughs> uh, thanks.
0: So, and and that's for me. It's like these. Uh, I started going to these conventions for my fan films, um, uh, a lot of comic book conventions and and Star War, uh, Star Wars celebration, and it's just for me. That's what's kind of my my uh, my comfort zone is, is being around all these fans that share the same kind of interests and passions as me. And everyone can have that, whether it's, you know, if you're a sports fanatic or um, you have a certain hobby, um, you like collecting certain things, um, there's always something for someone where you can find a community. So, you know, just seek that out, you know, friends will come
1: (laughs) well put very well put well just for fun and to wrap up um you know the end of our podcast i want to ask you a question about what your favorite star wars movie is and why Uh, ah
0: okay so there's a lot of them now (laughs) Um, but i i uh i will stick with the classic empire strikes back um that's always been my favorite and i love the the new stuff that's come out um especially all the TV shows too i mean there's so much stuff coming out but the empire strikes back is the one that uh that's near and dear to my heart that's um yeah when it came back when it came out in 1980 um i was yeah i was uh, around 6 at that time and i remember watching it in theaters multiple times and that one just i don't know if it was the fact that i was a kid when i saw it but it just captured my my imagination and i wanted to be luke skywalker and <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to I wanted to build a lightsaber that that's, that kind of is what interested me in engineering also was the the tech in star wars
1: wow um,
0: and uh and just the the whole you know storyline it was a darker movie and uh and it left you on a cliffhanger and there was you know i'm not a a huge uh romance guy in films but like that the whole romance between so- han solo and princess leia was they did it in such a way that was like charming and and you wanted to root for them to um to make it through everything yeah and, absolutely uh, yeah and so it was just a kind of a the perfect movie for me in terms of all these elements coming together we got to see new planets new creatures um um, and the story arcs, I mean, uh, they're wonderful. So, uh, yeah, and the plot and it, everything about it was is just great. Um, so I, I I'll have a hard time imagining a new Star Wars film that could beat that one out for me. But right. I mean, there's some great ones coming out. So hopefully, the Rise of Skywalker will do some justice to the whole uh, the whole saga and wrap it up on a high note. Nice. Um, so I'm hoping for that. I'm looking forward to that in December.
1: Yeah, definitely looking forward to that as well. Well, I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. It was really enjoyable to talk to you and to find out about your films, or a little, at least a little bit more about your films. And I'm really excited about the stuff that you know you have in the work. So thank you again for taking the time.
0: Yeah, thank you, Monica. Oh, and can I mention one thing? Um,
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: I, I mentioned early in the podcast I would be putting uh, an extended cut of The Toys Awaken online. Um, so, uh, so for people that have actually seen the film, either at <clears throat> film festivals or online at StarWars.com, um, so the new one that I'm going to publish in December, it's it's even newer than what I've been screening at film festivals this year in that I've replaced the Han Solo voiceover with, uh, with Jamie Costa's voiceover. So I asked him for this film right before I publish it next month, could he do the voice for Han Solo? Because actually I did the voice for Han Solo in this film because I my actor that was going to do it um, couldn't do it for technical reasons because he had worked for Disney and I was submitting to a Disney contest. Um, so I, at the last minute I did the voice for Han Solo and it was okay. it did um, great. But, <laughs> oh, thanks. But uh, I asked Jamie to to record, re-record the lines, and uh, so that's the version I'm going to put out next month. So, if uh, <clears throat> for those that are interested in seeing that version, if you just uh, go to my website, I'll post it there and on my social media. Um, it's at Star Wars Toy Stories for Facebook and Instagram. And uh, Twitter is SW Toy Stories. Um, I'll post about when I release that so that um, anyone can watch it. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Excellent. And we'll definitely share it on the Temple of Geek social media and on our website because it's really cool what you're doing and people really need to see it. It's a lot of fun. Oh,
0: thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Okay, well, thank you again for coming on. This is going to wrap up the Temple of Geek podcast. I've been your host, Monica. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to check out some of our other geeky podcasts or our website, templeofgeek.com, there you can find all sorts of things that pertain to the world of geek.